Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, do y'all fuck with my sleeper section? I feel like since some of y'all don't have the Anchor app, y'all missing out on the experience. So what I did was, I went on Spotify, and I started to put together the the playlist. Spotify is 100% free. All you got to do is download the app, go in the search bar, type in fire in the kitchen sleeper section, and it should be right there in front of you. Daily songs added, just like daily podcasts. So every day I drop a show, there's a new song for you, or two. If you enjoy music, or you enjoy my sleeper section, I made the playlist for you. Straight from DJ Coffee Black. Appreciate you. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Uh man, here at the kitchen table again. Another morning. Um, I haven't done an outdoor show in a while. Uh, it's 
been a little chilly. The weather acts funny sometimes, man. Uh, what do you want from me? What can I say? Um, how y'all doing, man? Hopefully everybody's had a nice cup of coffee. Or um, hopefully you smoked a bowl or two. And uh, hopefully you've been drinking enough water, copious amounts of water. Lots and lots of fruits and vegetables in your system. Um, I can't lie to you. I've been slacking on my diets. I have been uh, consuming, uh, I won't say large amounts of uh, dairy, but I've been eating and drinking um, more things with dairy in them than I should. I had an ice cream sandwich uh, before bed the other night, which is a huge mistake. After I had been drinking and, and after I had had a slice of birthday cake. Um... And yesterday, I put a little half and half in my coffee, man, because I didn't have any almond milk candy. And I've been eating a lot of pizza. So, um, those are my confessions. That's me letting you know that I am not perfect. I am still working on myself on this journey that I continue to travel upon. And, um, you know, all, all we can ask is for, you know, the people we love, people we care about as well as ourselves, um, not to cheat, not to take shortcuts, not to cut corners, um, and I, I, I will improve, I will chastise myself, and I will get back into my routine, uh, sometimes things happen in life that will knock you off your square and have you going and running back to uh, familiar things, and uh, as we talked about on this show, I have been dealing with um, I shouldn't really say relationship problems. I'm dealing with problems with people who I care about in my life. Um, not necessarily having their presence and their reassurance constantly is weighing upon me heavy. So, um, just trying to deal with that. Before I get too deep into my feelings, let me get my shout outs out the way. Shout out to uh, all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms, be it Spotify, Google Podcast app, Apple Podcast app, Stitcher Radio, Anchor uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Uh, man, I'm, I think I'm pretty much available everywhere you listen to music or podcasts. So if you, uh, if you fuck with me, you know, I'm everywhere you are. And, uh, you know, shout out to my day ones, man. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to this show since day one, since I started it, you know, shout out to all of my uh guests everybody who has been a guest upon this show at some point point in time shout out to all of my uh first time listeners shout out to the uh the, the people who are going to pick this shit up and never ever 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 listen to it again uh, all of you are important and i appreciate your feedback and your responses um yeah so uh as i talked about before on the show. As I talk about a lot on this show, man, I'm I am obsessed with the Sopranos. I think I'm probably in season five now. It's going to come to an end within uh the next season, but I'm trying to stretch it out as long as I possibly can. But uh, over the course of five seasons, man, I have fallen in love with some of the characters in this show. Um they display some of the character traits and some of the personality traits that I hold near and dear to my life, even though they are ne'er do wells and and slash or criminals uh, some various amounts of them are murderers uh but these men display characteristics of honor and uh respect and high character in certain situations like my man johnny sack um i talked about johnny sack 
on another episode, probably the episode I'm talking about uh, wives and respecting your wife and having love for your wife. My man Johnny Sack was willing to put a bullet in the head of another associate, a man who was uh, probably uh, contributing the most to his cash flow. But um, my man Jay Sack, being a, a man of high character and a, a man of high honor and morals, uh, didn't like the fact that his wife, who, who was the mother of his children, was being made fun of and disrespected in a manner uh, to which he, he, he just felt like she didn't deserve. And add that to the fact that it was in front of other people. There were other people present. There were uh, individuals who were supposed to respect him. They're making fun of him. So in return, um, he wanted to get my man Ralphie bumped off. And like I talked about in another show, eventually Tony killed Ralph um, for lack of emotional control. And um, that's one one of the things that I admire about my man Johnny Sack, man. You know, he, uh, for the most part, he displays a, 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 a uncommon cool amongst the, the men in that world. Um, he sees things very rationally. He sees things... Uh, further down the road and in the distance. It's like he's playing chess when the rest of those guys are playing checkers. You know, for example, uh, Carmine, who was an older mobster, um, Johnny Sack was his right-hand man, his underboss. Basically, his, uh, if he was going to, if he was pointing the finger, Johnny Sack was the, the tip of the index, if that makes sense. You know, so everything happened and came through Johnny Sack Rather, uh, you know, all of the information being handed down. And, um, you know, he's a man of very few words. You know what I mean? He 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 lets his words be effective. Uh, there was a situation where there was a power struggle. And Carmine felt as if he was being undermined. I mean, excuse me, Johnny Sack felt as if he was being undermined by Carmine's decision making. Being that he's his right-hand man, he makes most of his moves. He felt as if Carmine should have had a little more trust in his decision-making. You know, and, uh, you know, <laughs> he, uh, he, he conspired with Tony Soprano um, to hit Carmine. You know, for the simple fact of this man is he's a dinosaur. He does things the old way. He's become very stubborn and unsuspecting of ideas. And as a leader, you know, that's counterproductive. That's going backwards of what you want to do. You know, as a leader, you have to display a, a, a sense of omnipresence, if you will. You have to see beyond what everybody else sees. You're, 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 foresight and your 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 mental strength has to be you know higher than everybody else those who you are leading you know and in most situations man my man johnny will pull the cigarette say very few words but they will be very very effective you know so over the course of one of these episodes you know he communicated to tony that he wanted uh him to have a hand in offing Carmine so they could make more moves, they can do more business. 
because in the middle of uh, all of this, you know, there was a there's a power struggle brewing. Carmine's son, little Carmine, comes up for fucking Miami, and things start to change rapidly. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, this guy's trying to call shots after spending his entire life running fucking discos and wet t-shirt contests. My Johnny Sack's words, not mine. But like the gentleman and the scholar that he is, he took that in stride because he understood, you know, at one point in time, this will always be mine. You know. So he continued to play his part. He he he, he bid his time. You know. But when when things started to turn, he looked out for his own best interest when it comes to his business. You know, he realized that the man that he was working for was no longer the man that he started working for. Over time, things change. People change. Attitudes change. Greed becomes higher. And he's seen the writing on the wall, man. You know, like I said, he uh, he tried to get Tony to hit Carmine. Tony didn't go through with it. For fear of... Uh, the fallout and the retribution. And uh, come to find out, man, old man Carmine died on his own. He had a stroke um, over lunch. Choked on his egg salad. I mean, he was a miserable old prick, you know. But uh, Johnny loved him. He treated him, you know, he treated Johnny like a son for the most part. So it was, uh, it was sad seeing my man, you know affected by this but at the same time I realize that he's going to get the power that he deserves he's going to get the, the the honor that he deserves he's finally a boss he's finally the man and then here comes little Carmine and he feels as if he's entitled to his father's position because of namesake and legacy rights but my man Johnny had been here putting in the work you know he was his right hand man he set up all kind of shit. You know, he made sure Carmine was good. He got him to and from. He protected him. And when things got a little too far, he was ready to put that man out of his misery. I believe more people should be like Johnny Sack. Live under the principle and the ideology that less is more. Less words, be more subtle. You know, take your time with things. Don't rush into anything. You know, display a level of character and a level of cool that gets you exalted, that gets you, you know, anointed, that gets you praised beyond, uh, beyond the comprehension of most men. Because if you believe, um. If you believe someone respects you, you know, make them mad. Piss them off. If you believe that you truly garnered the respect of your peers, make one of them mad and see how they really feel about you. I think the best quality about my man Johnny Sack is his love for his wife and his willing to go above and beyond to prove how much he loves her. 
you know, in this world that they live in, you know, your wife is supposed to be the one who uh, heals up all the wounds. You know what I mean? Go out and you dealing with, you rubbing shoulders with monsters on a regular basis. Nine times out of ten, you're going to come back bruised. Either a bruised ego or a bruised body. And the love of your life is supposed to be the one who mends those things. <coughs> I knew Johnny Sack was the man when he beat the fuck out of old buddy outside of that bar just for the the mere thought of this guy making fun of his lady. <coughs> Bit of an extreme case. <coughs> and a rare uh, lapse in emotional control for my man. But at the same time, you understood his passion. At the same time, you understood why he was doing what he was doing. Why he was, um, why he was so enraged. And eventually he squashed the beef because he realized that things, you know, some things are best for business, man, um, within his own best interest. I can't feed my wife if I'm going on to start a war, you know, need money for war. I can't feed my family. It's, uh, you know, I say it all the time, but it's wild where I pull my inspiration from sometimes, dog. It amazes me where, uh, just where I pull this stuff from. I can get gems and jewels from pretty much everywhere. Who would ever thought I'd learn life lessons from a show about a bunch of good fellas? I've always been a, uh, truly fascinated by criminals. I grew up a criminal, you know what I'm saying? I, I always wanted to learn how they made their successes and where their failures came from. When you grow up the son of a federal inmate and you walk into these visitation rooms and you see the faces of all of these families and you just wonder, hey, man, damn, how the fuck did y'all all get here? How did they catch all y'all? You know, these are these are some severely successful, smart, uh, wealthy businessmen. Most of them probably millionaires at their height. You walk in, you're a kid, looking around, you don't understand <clears throat> really what's going on, but you got kind of a an idea.
You realize all of those men cheated themselves out of a real life, out of a real existence, out of parenthood, out of fatherhood. Realize that they've uh, probably destroyed more families than just their own. And it stops being so fascinating. You start to think about your own life and how a couple of bad decisions, man, 30 minutes of your motherfucking life, 30 seconds of your life could put you behind bars. My stepfather was sentenced to 15 years in federal penitentiary, man. Fifteen years. He served seven. But fifteen years, bro. Making terrible decisions. Saying too much. Doing too much. Not honoring his wife. Not protecting his real assets. Went on a bit of a tangent there, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I got there, but uh, oh. the love of my mother, the love from my mother, the hustle from my mother, which I didn't see at the time, but I see more and more every day. Kept me, kept us afloat after he left us. So I understand that love is the most powerful fucking force on earth. So that love yourself, foster real love, genuine love for yourself. And you'll rise above all of the bullshit, I promise, man. I promise. I'm working on it myself. You realize your own value, that things get better. I know I'll be alright, because I come from this supreme, unconditional love. Shout out to Nikki and Phil. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast, man. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you. And if you don't, you know what to do. Again, man, another new artist. Uh, more musical discovery. Just stumbled upon this dude scrolling through fucking uh, Spotify this morning. So uh, this is Deontay Hitchcock, 745.